I'm Sandy Swallow. I'm Okalala Lakota and Northern Cheyenne. I've been an artist for over 30 years and through my artwork have portrayed my heritage. Now I'm starting a brand new venture called Lakota Link and I'm here to share with you and I hope you enjoy it. Lakota Link. Greetings from the home of the Seven Council Fires land of the 1868 Fort Laramie Treaties, bringing stories old and new of Lakota values, courage, respect, wisdom, to name a few. Hi, um, well, today's turned out to be kind, kind of a cold wintry day I suppose we probably have about 10 inches on our deck of snow and um, today I I want to kind of introduce you to my great-grandparents and that would that would be Sarah Longchin who's Northern Cheyenne married David Glispie my great-grandfather and he was an Irishman and so uh the one of the people left here on earth that, that has some knowledge about them is my uh cousin Vic Victor Swallow and and he's a Lakota elder. He's eighty one years old and has an excellent memory and so um I use him as a resource quite often because he he feels it's important as I do that we talk about these things and that um, so people can uh, understand maybe how life was way back when and how, uh, you know, even we kind of veered off a little bit towards the end there and was talking about how COVID is impacting our states of South Dakota and in our reservations. And... Um, I certainly hope you will um, enjoy this, and there's always something to learn from it, and and I think part of it for us, for me personally, is to uh, kind of think about becoming a little more self-sufficient, and certainly buy American-made products as much as possible. I even ordered some things online that I knew was made in the USA because we need we need to keep our jobs and here in in the United States and we need to support one another and uplift one another. It's kind of dire times right now. It's kind of hard for everybody and and so um, here here Vic and I are talking about our great grandparents. Well, Vic, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing okay, considering. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I thought maybe our um, 
listeners would like to learn a little bit about our great-grandfather and grandmother. And um, our great-grandfather was David Talon Glispie. Telton. Telton? Telton, T-A-L-T-O-N. Okay, I'm going to do that again. (laughs) Yeah. Our great-grandfather was David... Halton, yeah, Glisby, and he was Irish, and our great grandmother was Sarah Longchin, and she was Northern Cheyenne. And uh, Vic, I know, I know you know a little, quite a little more about them than I do. So could you please um, share about about him? Uh. Yes, any information I have was given to me by uh, his uh, second to the youngest daughter, Margie Gillespie Dreamer. Uh, She was, uh, of course, my father's aunt, and uh, I knew her best of his aunts because dad would go down and visit with her. I think a lot of the nieces and nephews were close to her. They had uh, good things to say about her. Well, well I the know, rest of them... I know daddy always... Uh, I always kind of thought that she must have been his favorite aunt, because yeah. I think they were especially close. Yeah, so... Uh, any information I got on her father was uh, from her, and then my my father talked about his grandfather and his sister that was uh, uh, next to him in age, Aunt Edna. She talked about uh, her grandparents. Uh, a lot of the information I got was from them three people and uh, they basically said all the same thing uh, about about him and uh, uh, that's uh, you know he according to my father he he said his grandfather was hauling freight up into Montana. I would imagine it's probably Billings or wherever they were mining. And uh, that's where he met uh, uh, his grandmother, Sarah. Uh, And he did say that uh, he gave a a dowry. Uh, He said told me that some people said it was cattle and but he heard it was horses for her to the you know to her her people and that and, that uh, was um kind of common i i know uh you know horses were v- valued and yeah. they were um always welcome into the tribe yeah that's uh uh then uh, they uh, at the Crazy Horse Surrender Ledger, this publication, uh, 
she is uh, listed in there as Sarah, well, Mrs. Glispie, and almost all through the book uh, when they gave out rations and she was in the Cheyenne part of it and there was always a adult female with her. And uh, uh, You know, Vic, I was going through the ledger this morning and um, there was Long Chin was yeah. a female with her. Uh, yeah, that was her mother. Right, right. Yeah. And, um, and with, with it, you know, it would say in uh, Cheyenne Indians head of family, and it would say a widow or two yeah. women and three children. But I was kind of surprised it also said there was uh, male children, too. Yeah, that's what uh, I can't understand either because uh, Grandma Glispie's oldest child was a female. Mm -hmm. So evidently this this grown adult female that is always with her, uh, my understanding from people, different ones talking that she had a uh, identical twin sister. But uh, you know, after they uh, they got married, and uh, he he broke uh, teams of horses and sold it to the government. That's that's what he did for uh, a living. And then he also uh, put up hay and sold it to the government. And the Sioux called him. Peji uh, Wabluska, and that's the, the uh, insect that looks like a blade of grass, a praying mantis, and he was well liked among the Sioux. He uh, he, he never uh, talked down to them or uh, my. Uh, Dad's aunt, Margie, she said that her dad told her they owned, he owned, his parents owned a uh, plantation in Missouri, and uh, for her to never be mean or treat colored people bad because uh, they had a nanny that raised them. And uh, that what he said uh, dad talked about him he he said he was kind of a, you know, he he couldn't handle his grandkids children and there I don't know but he said he got along good with him and they, he would go down and stay with them at times and he could hear them visiting in there. Uh, they evidently understood each other, but they couldn't talk fluently in the other's language. But he could hear them talking at night, you know. Uh, 
and he said that uh, he he got along good with his grandfather, but the other kids, he said, uh, he didn't have much use for. I don't know whatever the reason was, but that's what he said. And uh, uh, Gene Linehan, whose uncle owned a trading post there, Linehan store. At Okalala? him... Yeah, at Oglala, he uh, told him when he would come in to buy supplies, he would pay in gold pieces. So evidently he watched his money, and Dad also said that uh, on the east side of Cooney Table, which is uh, toward the north end of the Pine Ridge in the northwest, there are some sand hills there on the south end of Cooney Table. They're just hills of sand. And they would go there and dig for these turtles. Sand turtles is what Dad called them, and uh, they would eat them. He he said that about his uh, grandfather. He had uh, uh, quite a few children, and I uh, I don't know much about his uh, his brothers or his siblings, but uh, Dad said he had two brothers that would come up to see him, and his cousin, Etta Youngman, she had pictures of him, and Maybe her kids got them pictures, but I got a a picture of his brother, Robert Gillespie, who uh, he named one of his kids, Robert, uh, also. And it was taken, I believe, in 1911 in uh, St. Louis, no, Kansas City, Missouri and uh, him and his wife. And it's on a cardboard-type picture. But uh, he lived and he died there. Uh, He was good friends with my grandfather, Swallow. Uh, Isn't that kind of how uh, Grandpa Oliver and and Grandma met had to do with that? Yeah, that's what Dad said. He was uh, good friends with him. He was uh, getting established as a cattleman, and, of course, his dad owned that store and a ranch, and uh, he was friends with uh, uh, great-grandpa Glispie, and he noticed uh, these girls around there, and he... He picked the one that was uh, a good worker, he said. <laughs> so he told Dad, and that's how he married her. He was, she was, uh, I believe, 19 years old. They got married in uh, 1898, and then he had two children real quick, his 
oldest was Jenny. I was just looking for some some pictures of uh, I had here. I didn't know I had, and it was her and my father. He was a, li- a little little boy. He was uh, like eleven years uh, younger than her. Really, a pretty woman, but. Uh, that she, evidently he was a Presbyterian because all of his kids uh, end up being Presbyterians. You know, that whole area through White River uh, where his place was and down the river, all the natives through that area, for the most part, were Presbyterians And that the Ogala area. That was a little unusual because uh, him being an Irishman, you know, usually they were Catholics. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Can, do you um, hear, remember any stories about Grandma Sarah Longchin? Any uh her she uh dad never talked much about her uh he said that uh, uh them older indians that generation and next generation uh their kids went to a boarding school, and when they got out of school, they liked to have these kids live around them. Of course, the girls married, and they got out on their own, but the boys, they they stayed right around there. That's kind of a, a native uh, trait, uh, and it probably stems from boarding school when uh, they took them for sometimes uh, nine months at a time and then other times depending on circumstances they got to go home at Christmas but otherwise it was nine months out of the year and and they uh, like to keep them around which uh, holds them back that's what dad said his uncles lived right there close to them and Never left, you know, never. Uh, he said they were lazy. Well, they they did what they could, but uh, they hung close to the old folks, you know. It, uh, but he he never said much about her. Well, you know, may, maybe because she only spoke northern cheyenne you know maybe there was a that could be yeah <clears throat> but her i know two of her daughters could uh talk fluent shoe and uh cheyenne and and good english too mm-hmm. they uh they married full blood uh, uh Sioux and they knew how to talk Sioux too the, uh, Our grandmother, Betty, she she was a twin too, wasn't she? Yeah, mm-hmm. she had an identical twin sister, and her name was Jenny. So 
they named their oldest daughter Jennifer. I always learn something when I'm doing these interviews and thinking about my great-grandparents, and I decided to title this An Irishman and a Cheyenne Lady, an unlikely couple. This is the first segment, and next week we'll put on the second part. Thank you for listening. Well, I hope you enjoyed our segment. You know, I I enjoy visiting with the people. And if you did, go to sandyswallowgallery.com where you can find my artwork and find some history and some background. Please subscribe to it or if you have some comments, we would love to hear your opinion. This is a new adventure for us and I value your opinion. This song is written and sung by my good friend, Quincy Goodstar. Lakota Link is here to share Lakota values. God bless you on your journey. Wopila, thank you for joining us. Take care.